Let's go to the DRC first. Uh, they halt Rwanda flights over alleged support for rebels. Well, it's, this is the age-old story. Remember that when the rebellion happened, the Hutu rebellion happened in the 50s and the 60s, lots of the Tutsi people of Rwanda fled to countries like Tanzania, Uganda, and to the east they went to to the west they went into the DRC and formed a community there. So the M23 rebels, who are essentially Rwandese, had made a deal the M23 to to be incorporated into the army of 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 the DRC. But then later accused the government of not honouring its agreement as the government of the DRC. And since then, there have been conflicts. It's almost like they are feeling marginalised, and for that they sometimes go on a on a on a rampage like they are doing now. And people are making all kinds of accusations. I've got to tell you, these are all accusations. But it's almost a frontier area there. You have people from Rwanda who are Congolese because they grew up in the Congo and they are feeling marginalized or left out of the of the Congolese game. And as a result, economics will always force people to go on rampage somehow. So when they do go and flare up and then start attacking, the government of the DRC accuses Rwanda of fueling that. But it's much more complex than that because that border has people on both sides who belong to the other country. And as a result, Rwanda will feel on its part that there might be insurgents because some of those groups include people who want to say they FDLR is actually said to be the, the movement for the liberation of Rwanda, which means they consider themselves people who are fighting for the liberation of Rwanda. So for that, Rwanda will have to protect this border. On the other side is the same deal with the DRC. But whether or not one is supporting the other is, is another story. But in the end, the Rwanda air flying to Goma, Lubumbashi, and Kinshasa had its flights banned, and they cancelled them. Mm. In Egypt, they signed an 8.7 billion U.S. dollar deal with Siemens for high-speed rail system. It's it's, a, it's the biggest deal in the history of this company, Siemens, the the, the, the Munich-based company. It's 175 years old. It hasn't had a deal as big as this. 2,000 kilometers of high-speed rails and about 94 high-speed trains and, and a whole lot of other equipment. And they will be maintaining them for 15 years. So it's more like the whole train, Elvis, being built to connect all of South African cities, which is what should have happened, by the way. But that, that is what is, that's what this means. That's how serious the government of Egypt is with regard to driving tourism in that area. They want to make it easier to travel, to move goods, to move passengers. But they created a very beautiful plan to connect the cities across the country and across the Mediterranean uh, Sea region. So it's, it's good for business. When we say Africa is open for business, we mean exactly that. If you've been around for 175 years and you haven't had a deal as big as this, and you are German, and the first deal of that size comes from outside of Europe in Africa, there you have it if you ever doubted whether Africa is the place to do business in. And lastly, with fuel prices expected to hike tomorrow on Wednesday, sharp fuel price hikes, bus and taxi fare increases. Our listeners and my daughter, ordinary South Africans, are asking, is the oils from our neighboring countries, Angola or Nigeria, not the right quality? Or are they not processed? Why are we not ordering oil from them? Well, 
Okay, let's get the facts out of the way. We do import crude oil from different countries. Saudi Arabia is one of them. United Arab Emirates is another. Ghana is another. Ghana is an African country. And I think was the fourth one. Okay, and then Nigeria. Nigeria still supplies us with oil. But let's just clarify. Oil is not sold, Elvis, like you and I can go to ShopRite and say, I would like a bag of potatoes. It's it's sold on the international commodities markets. When you read every day, when you read the, the, the news, the economic indicators, you talk about brand crude oil. The oil is bought on the forward contract market, which means people who produce oil wherever have a choice to sell it to the international market where forward contracts are going to be owned by different people, and then those people will sell them to whoever wants to buy oil. But if you just go by soft country, there is oil from Nigeria coming into South Africa, Ghana, there is, and then United Arab Emirates and, and Saudi Arabia. I can't remember the, the other the other country. So it's, it's, it's one of those where all, almost all commodities are sold like that, gold and what. You, so, you sell those things to people who do contracts to take delivery of stock in the future at a certain price. And then from there, it's a, it's a free-for-all kind of thing. So it, it's, it, it is there is oil coming from, from, from Nigeria, coming into the crude oil coming into South Africa.